now tuned in to Brooklyn Teen Challenge Podcast, filmed live at 444 Clinton Avenue. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope this word encourages you and challenges you at the same time. For more information on Brooklyn Teen Challenge, visit us on the web at www.brooklyntc.org. What a wonderful time in worship. Thank you, worship team. Tremendous presence of God in this place. So thankful. You guys ready for the word? We have a special treat today. Where's Brother Winston? Where'd he go? Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for this, uh, as I am all our staff, but I really believe that God brings the right people at the right time. And I'm so thankful that he brought Winston to us. So thankful for what he brings to the team. And I know he has the opportunity to share with the students in class, and he does a great job at that. But we're excited today to have him share his first word uh, in chapel with us. Uh, it's a, it's a, a blessing, and I'm looking forward to what God's going to say through you, my brother. Amen. Praise the Lord, family of Christ. Amen. And um, I give honor, of course, to God, who is the head of my life, his son, Jesus Christ, who made the way, and his Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, making all of this possible. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, Pastor Paul, I want to thank you for uh, the relinquishing of this holy place. Um, It's not something to be taken lightly, and I want to tell you that I don't at all take it lightly. It's a very serious place to stand in before heaven and earth. And um, it took 18 years for me to get here. It's, it's been a long journey. God showed me standing here almost 18 years ago when I was sitting there um, as a student. And through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have <laughs> already come. But it's grace that brought me safe thus far. And uh, it's grace that will lead me on. Amen. Amen. Since the atmosphere is fine, I don't have to prepare you for by pumping up your spirits or anything. The worship team did an awesome job of bringing us into God's presence already. Amen. Come on. Yeah. And uh, I'd I'd like us to turn to the word. Um, And I'm going to preach from someplace that uh, both of our pastors here have preached before. But it's my favorite part and it's where God told me to go. So here we go to Mark chapter two, please. Amen. When you have it, say amen. Amen. And if you don't have it, say, oh, no. Hold up. Wait a minute. And and, uh, where's Pastor Paul at? Went over there somewhere. All right. Yeah, I want to thank him for the four hours that he gave me to preach this morning. Oh, he he didn't tell you? (laughs) Amen. And 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 uh, Mark is my favorite uh, part of the of of the uh, of the Gospels. Um, out of the Synoptic Gospels, his Gospel is the one that opens up and brings us straight into what I like. I like action. 
Uh, it, like if a movie starts and something don't happen like almost immediately, click, I'm switching channels. And Mark opens up and gives us the action of, of Christ moving. And when we get to chapter two, I'm just going to read into your hearing verses one to four. And but I'm going to preach through one to twelve as uh, as the Lord leads me. And and it says in my Bible. And again, he entered Capernaum after some days and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately, many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door, and he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing one sick of palsy, who was carried by four men. Some of your Bible may say the paralytic. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And I'm going to stop there and bring your attention back to verse 4 where it says and when they could not come near him because of the crowd they uncovered the roof where he was so when they had broken through they let down the bed on which the paralytic was laying and I am going to uh, to 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 call this something into your spirit this morning um, how many of you can use a breakthrough it, I, I know I can, if none of you, I can use a breakthrough, but I want to tell you that according to this scripture, that something you, sometimes you have to break through to your breakthrough. Think about that. You have to break through, tell your friend, tell them you got to break through to your breakthrough, to your breakthrough. Yeah. Some of us are right before our breakthrough, but we're standing there waiting for something to happen waiting on God to move, but God is waiting for you to do the possible so that he may do the impossible. Amen? And, and, and what I like about Mark, like I said, is that um, I'm going to jump to Mark 1 really quickly and just say that, that when Mark opens up, he starts, he starts to immediately declare something about Jesus that you have to look at the historicity of the text to understand that he's speaking to the Roman Christians of the day. And in Rome, whenever someone came with any authority or with any position, there was always a, a, a ensemble that went before them and, and, and someone who came and heralded, here cometh king such and such and such and such of such and such. And the people would prepare themselves to receive them. Receive them. And, and so he opens up Mark here, speaking to these people culturally and letting them understand that Jesus is coming, but one is coming before him. And preparing the way, giving notice to that this is a person of authority. This is a person worthy of getting prepared for him to enter into our presence. Amen? And, and, and immediately, as soon as he opens up, you see that John the Baptist starts to herald his coming, and then Jesus is immediately baptized in water and in the Holy Spirit, and then he's led into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan and ministered to the, by the angels. John ends up getting locked up and goes to jail. He calls Peter, Andrew, James, and John and says, drop all your stuff. Come follow me. He teaches mightily in Capernaum, casts out evil, unclean spirit with authority like they've never seen before. He stops by Peter's house and heals his mother-in-law, casting out all demons and healing the sick all, not all day, but it, it says even into the evening and into the night. Then he heals a leper and all of this is going on in Capernaum. And then one day he, he leaves. Whoosh. He's gone. 
He goes out into the wilderness and starts to preach to many different places. And all the while, the people back in Capernaum are saying, when is he going to return? And then we open up here in chapter 2, and we see that it opens up, and it says, and again, he entered Capernaum. In other words, Jesus is back on the scene. Amen? Amen. The lame, the sick, the blind, the demon-possessed, the Pharisees, scribes, curious, nosy, naysayers, they all come and gather around this house, and it says that it was heard that he was around. That means the gossipers got their, their job done. They, they, Jesus is back, and they told everybody that he was there, and they started to fill the house. They filled the house to the point where no one could enter in, and then the scene switches now, and we see that there is a man there, and, and this man is in a specific condition, and of the day, they called it sick of palsy in the King James Version, paralytic in the other versions, NIV, NK, and KJV and, and the others. But I want to look at the, the sick of palsy um, um, uh, aspect of it, that when he was saying that this person was sick of palsy, in those days, it was a symptomatic thing. It was something that spoke of a symptom that you had that made them declare that you had palsy. One of the symptoms was that you were, uh, you were not in control of your limbs, and you were unable to... to, 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 to control your, 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 yourself. Um, this was the diagnosis. You can't hold on to things. You're unstable, have trouble doing normal, everyday things, putting on your clothes, cleaning up. Your movements are, are limited, and the movement that you can make is, is, is uncontrollable. You're making a whole a lot of motion, but you're not getting anything done. And I, and I am so glad, and, and I thank God that no one is here with the physical illness of uh, palsy, but I want to speak to you and tell you that I see a lot of symptoms of spiritual palsy in the house. Yeah, you're shaking. You're shaking. I, I, I know you don't want to hear, but you're shaking. Yeah, you're, you're, you're shaking. You're shaky. You're shaky. It's, it's spiritual. Your prayer life, shaky. Your, your, your devotional time, shaky. Fellowship time, your evangelism, your giving, shaky. Shaky. You're doing a whole lot of moving, but you're not really doing nothing. Um, from you're moving from one ministry to another. Yes, the Lord told me, and and no, but the Lord told me this week to be, and you and 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 you can't be be be. <laughs> See, we can't be depended on. We can't be trusted in this uh, in, in with this diagnosis of spiritual palsy because you can't trust yourself. You don't know what you're going to do. You, you, you can't hold yourself accountable. You're sick of palsy, and, and I, 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 I have it too, and I, I need deliverance. The other symptom that is more prominent in, in, the, in the text is, is the symptom of, of, of the paralytic or being paralyzed. In other words, you were moving well along your way, and then you got stuck. It, you, 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 the, the position and the time that this happened, you are now unable to change the position and your mind is saying move but your limbs won't listen to you and, and I thank God that, 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 that I don't see in the physical but I, you know that in the spiritual and in the emotional, you're stuck. 
uh, yeah, you're, 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 you're stuck. You're stuck doing something over and over and over again, expecting different results and, and, and just keep on doing it because that's what I'm used to. Some of us sit in the same chair every day, wear the same face, say the same amen at the same time, and uh, every so give the same testimony for 10 or 15 years like Jesus, God ain't did nothing else but that. Give the same dollar in the offering every I'm not going to speak about that. This is a different church. It's not that place. Um, give the <laughs> hallelujah. But 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 then the, the, the other thing is being stuck emotionally. You can't move past the past. You can't move past what they did to you way back then, how they hurt you way back then, how they treated you way back then, and you're carrying it into your presence, and you're stuck, and you can't move forward. You got unforgiveness. You got doubt. You got fear. Or Am I talking to the wrong room? Uh, hallelujah. Hey, amen. We, we, we were sick of the palsy and we need deliverance. Somebody say, I need deliverance. And that, say it like you mean it. I need deliverance. Amen. We need help. We, and just like this man, I wanted you to identify with him. But also I want to let you know help is here. Jesus is available. He's in Capernaum. He is in Teen Challenge. He is in the atmosphere right here, right now. You see, I missed my chance the last time because I was shaky in my commitment. I missed him because I was stuck in self-pity, but I'm tired and I want to be free. And Jesus is available. I'm not going to stay stuck like this no more. But the problem is, is because of my condition, I can't get near to him because I'm too stuck to move. I'm too shaky to take the long journey. And what I need to do right now is cry out and say, somebody help me. And the Bible says that this man that was sick of the palsy, whether he was stuck or whether he was shaken, that he got carried by these men he was born of four or carried by four they don't talk about much of these men's characteristics but I do want to tell you something that I do see immediately about them that they were friends they were the kind of friends that I want around me when I'm stuck and when I'm shaky and I can't move and get to Jesus by myself. I don't know if he asked them for help or if they just saw his need. I'm sure they had needs of their own, but some reason his need superseded theirs and they picked the man up. They said yes to him. They believed. They had faith in that. If Not if I get him to church. Not if I get him to men's meeting. Not if I get him to teen challenge. Not if I, but if I can just get him in the presence of Jesus. Jesus. A lot of us want to invite people to come to church but not invite them to Jesus. And if you invite them to Jesus, coming to church is next. Okay. 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 The journey had to be hard for them. It's a very hot area. The, the house as they come. Can I, can I, um, can, can we get this over here for me? I need a, a visual for me. Can, can I turn that chair around in the front of it? right there like this chair right here just real quick put it right there or one of these just anywhere yeah right there in, in the front yeah I need a visual I'm ADHD and stuff and yeah put it right down yeah if you want to hold it that'll be perfect amen 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 so 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 he's gonna hold it here we go here we go a better a better prop than I planned to, to him who does increasingly and abundantly and above all that I can ever hope or ask for but 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 as they come over 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 the hill and this is my visual I'm like this and 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 they see that all along here is a crowd of people and they're carrying this brother on this mat and he, he's heavy and 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 they, they just want to get him and they see that the way in that's supposed to be there is blocked blocked by people that don't 
don't even need Jesus. Just curious people. None, none of them in that condition where they're, they're shaky and, 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 and they're stuck and they can't move. And there seems no way under them and nowhere around them. But they look up. They look up onto the hill from whence coming their, their help. And they decide, you know what, brother, we came this far. Let's take it. Let's take it. Let's take it to the top. Let's go to the roof. And the houses of those days, they had stairs on the side. It was normal for them to use the roof as a place to hang out and chill out and stuff. And they got to the top here to the roof. Hallelujah. They came a mighty long way, didn't they? They made it past the naysayers, past the crowd, carrying the weight of this brother. This is the kind of people that we need to be, those of us that would carry somebody. But the thing about it is you can't afford to drop them. you got to hold them. But now that you're right here, you're right here, you're right before your blessing. You're right before your breakthrough. But what? The roof is in the way. And you can actually hear Jesus preaching down inside. And I can hear them say, oh, what are we going to do, brother? What are we going to do? We, we've come all the way this way. Maybe we'll just, if you just lay down here, maybe, maybe he will get, he says, no, you've got to get me to Jesus. And it says that since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom suffereth violence and the violent take it by forth. And people who want to be delivered, people who want to change, people who know that, listen, I'm tired of being like this and Jesus is the answer they will do desperate people do desperate things and they started to tear the roof off they said that jealousy had to go they tore the roof off they said that self-righteousness had to go they said that doubt had to go they said that secret sins had to go they said that pride had to go they said that fear had to go you got to get out of my way lying you got to get out of my way procrastination you got to get out of my way unforgiveness you got to go envy anything I'm too close right now I'm gonna break through to my breakthrough hallelujah I'm gonna break through to my breakthrough I'm not just gonna stand idly by and let my blessing go past I'm going in to the presence of God I'm going in to the presence of God. You've got to move. Are we ready for them to come through the roof, Pastor? Are we not the normal way anymore? They're getting ready to come in through the different way. They're getting ready to come in because they know the need is not for man. The need is to get in front of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As soon as they lower the man down, pray down in front of him. I can see Jesus now, the roof falling apart. He's like, the roof, the roof. <laughs> don't go there the, the, the pieces of the roof are falling down in front of him and instead of saying why thou tearest down the roof of this man instead of saying something like that it says seeing their faith you see what it is what superseded their 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 audacity to break up this man's property was the fact that they were doing it with a faith that said we'll pay for the roof later Right now, the priority is getting this brother in front of Jesus. And he said, seeing their faith, letting you know that faith is an action word. If they had stood there on the top and had a prayer meeting, if they had stood there on the top and laid oil on him, and hit, but, but it was the action that they took that said, we believe 
that if we get him in front of Jesus, he doesn't have to be stuck and he doesn't have to be shaky. Not anymore. And so they lower him down and Jesus' priority is shown here. His priority, he knew what the man's need was. He knew that he was sick of what they call the palsy, either stuck, paralysis, or just a little bit of both like it is in my life. And But he took care of what his priority first was instead of making him only well here on earth, he took care of making him well in heaven. Do you notice that from the time this opened, he was only called the paralytic or he that was sick of palsy like we get called only by our symptoms. Alcoholic, addiction, prostitute, thief, liar, add yours to the list. I, uh, getting called by what you do, not by who you are. And by Jesus with one word, he called him son. And as soon as he said son, everything changed for him because it now meant that relationally, you are no longer what you went through. You are what I'm going through for you. Healed, delivered, saved. Hallelujah. Oh, but then comes the haterade. Ain't no healing without haterade. And so the haters think in their heart. And I know none of you do that. You always are straightforth and honest with your brothers uh, about uh, the things that you see that they need assistance with. You don't go behind their back or even just think it in your heart. But, 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 but it said that Jesus had discernment that they didn't have to say it. It said they thought these things like, who do he think he is? He's saved and paid for we think he, he God, I'm getting me a rock. <laughs> I got something for him. Because the thing is that religiously that was blasphemy, but relationally was a totally different story. And so religiously, they said, this man thinks that he's God, and that is religiously wrong. And Jesus hearing them asks a question, and it's a question that I ask you for a moment today. Which is easier? Which is easier to say that your sins are forgiven or to get up, take up your mat and walk? Yeah. See, the easier of the two is that which you don't see. Because when you get saved, nothing really like changes on the outside immediately. You can say, I haven't got, I saved you. Your, your, your sins are forgiven, brother. Your sins are forgiven too. And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I've forgiven. But you see, if something you can't walk. Your, 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 your shakiness, if that was to stop, if, if, if your inability to move was to all of a sudden straighten up, then what he did was to, he said, to show you that the son of man, meaning that he is 100% man with all the authority of God, he said to show you that the son of man has the power here on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man, get up, take up your mat, and walk. And I say to you today that some of you who know that you stepped in front of God for deliverance, next few minutes there's going to be some mats here. There's some mats here. I thought about it. I said, why did he say, get up? And walk. No, why did he say get up, pick up your mat, and walk? And doing a little bit of research, I found out that the mat represented 
the authority given to those that were sick and lame to actually beg, to actually be carried around. And what he was declaring to this man, that even though I forgave your sins on the inside, what I want you to do to declare to all of the naysayers and to all of the onlookers is that thing that used to carry you, I want you to pick, it's right there, you can pick it up by faith and say that thing that used to carry me, now I am going to take authority over it and I am going to, it's laying there, you can have it, you can have it. I dare two of you, three of you to go up and grab an outward sign that you believe that your deliverance in Christ has been completed enough that you will no longer be carried by hatred, no longer be carried by unforgiveness, no longer be carried by fear, no longer, there's one more, no longer be, okay, I'll take it. I'm, thank you, God, I've been delivered. Thank you, God, I've been redeemed. Thank you, God, I don't have to have a crack pipe carry me. I don't have to have a cigarette pack carry me. I can't old English carry me. I don't have to let my unforgiveness, let my doubt, let my fear, anything. Again, I now have the authority. And it says that as he walked out, they all were amazed and said they'd never seen it. They'd never seen it. They'd never seen it done like this before. Hallelujah. Can I get one amen for my amen cover over here? Amen. Amen. I've been delivered. The hold the devil had on me, he ain't got no more. I've been delivered. Hallelujah. I've been delivered. I've been delivered by the hand of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Anybody? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I, I, I hear them breaking. I hear the chains breaking. I see them falling. I see the breakthrough. I see somebody stepping into their destiny. I see somebody getting past their past and stepping into their eternity right here, right now, right in your spirit, in the unseen place where it's happening. But we declare it publicly today in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to rate this podcast. You can also like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and see our videos on our website at www.brooklyntc.org, where hope has an address.